Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing, and how we are creative, and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally. Join us now. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and today I have with me Sue Young. Sue is a mixed media artist from Cornwall, UK. She trained in both fashion textiles and fine art and has a wealth of experience as an artist. Her creative journey has led her through working as a glass engraver, a seamstress, and even creating bespoke headdresses for a bridal house. Sue works in mixed media, painting, and art journaling, and loves to create and collect art dolls. She is deeply passionate about sharing the benefits of creativity for all and loves sharing and helping others discover new techniques. She is a full-time artist and online art tutor working out of her little gallery gift shop, which you only have a limited time to see (laughs) in her hometown. And welcome, Sue. Hello. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you. You've been like a staple in our um, summits that we host. And I love having you. And people always are like excited about your projects. You always do something a little different. I love that. Oh, that's so good to hear. Yeah, I just, yeah, it's been wonderful. So can you, for those who don't know you, share some of your story and the path that's brought you to where you are now? Um, as I was thinking about this before, you know, obviously before the interview, thinking about how I would kind of describe my story. I think, um, and I haven't really shared it in this way before, but this is how I was kind of figuring it today, is that I, the creativity in me is it's really strong and it's been there the whole time and it's had to fight I've had to fight to kind of retain that and and keep that but it never went away um and in a lot of ways it actually saved me um I it, my, I was raised to I was quite good academically I was raised to, to do science I was told um we're, we're not we're not a creative family we don't do that's for people who aren't good at maths and all that kind of thing um and it just so all the time I always felt like this square peg in, in a round hole kind of thing and uh so the journey has been um powerful and difficult sometimes and I raised my two daughters on my own so there's also the the added balance of having to create um, you know a life for them and keep a roof over so you know but um, it never went away and uh, even when they were small and I was working two jobs and, and keeping everything going I was still painting till two in the morning it just never stopped and that desire to make it um, a, a, a mainstay a big part of my life um, and eventually to work in the artistic field in some way or another never went away and never left and uh, I'm so glad that it didn't you know and I finally got there but it's been a, a long a long journey um yeah. and uh, I was only sort of reflecting on that now you know and I, I'm in my 50s now and I kind of I'm thinking I, you know it's only now that I sort of realized how strong it was how easily that little light of creativity can be crushed and, and, and went out and how strong it must be in me for it to have survived everything that it has. Um, mm-hmm. From my parents, I went into a marriage where my, my husband was completely, you know, well, what do you want to do that for? And um, and really actually quite 
a controlling situation where it was like because I love I'm sure like many people um creatives and that art books and before there was so much available online as well I love all my art books and all that inspiration and having them around me um and I was very much interested with the fashion side as well so it wasn't just about that it was there were books on text styles of drawing and painting and I couldn't resist and they were so precious to me and he wouldn't have them on a shelf on view He's like, well, just we don't want to clutter up the shelves with a load of old books. <laughs> I mean, that whole the whole thing was just like it's amazing, actually, that I still pick up a paintbrush. But that for me is really um, it really makes me feel proud and and um, and really recognize the strengths of that, that, that no matter what came along, that was my saving light. It never went away. And it felt, I had to fight to get that time and and to, um, to, to, to be allowed to create. And I, I never had to not allow myself. It was just everyone else kind of seemed to want to get in the way of it. And uh, yeah, so just that whole journey is reflecting back now. Wow, you know, it was, and where could I have been now if perhaps someone had said, wow, you should do more of this. You know, that's great and encouraged it. Um, so I hope that I, you know, with my daughters, I certainly always did, you know, if they wanted to try anything, it was never too much mess, never too much trouble, whatever little hobby or creative idea they had, I would go, yeah, let's go and get the stuff. If that's what you want to do, you can make it. Let's go and get what we need. And, and uh, took a completely different approach. Um, and hopefully that that's made them a lot more free in, in the way that they approach all those things. I love that because it's so true about creativity, right? We live in such a, I call it a masculine energy world where everything is about, it must, you know, you must create for a purpose. You have to be able to sell it. You have to be, so if you're not there, it's just a waste of time. You need to make profit. You need to, you know, put your energy towards um, the almighty dollar really is what it comes down to. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, being made to feel that there was no point to it unless it had a purpose. It's like, well, why are you doing that? It's like, because I need to, because I, the, the desire to learn, the desire to get better and to nourish that and, and explore this whole world of amazing things that you you know there was the, I'm never going to live long enough to do all the projects that I want to do. Um, and I, I couldn't, you know I I don't understand how that can't be something that excites somebody but for whatever reason you you just made to feel like you're wasting time because obviously when you start something you're rubbish at it Mm -hmm. and that's okay because otherwise why would you keep trying I never want to reach the day when I say this is the best thing I'm ever going to make because why would I create anything after that just what you're saying about that um start like when you start out and everything's sort of crap and then we often give up because we're judged or we feel judged because, yeah. you know, art in school, we got a mark for it or we were told that wasn't good enough. Or, you know, somebody said, oh, that's that doesn't look any good or you know, your partner or whoever is making comments about it not being doesn't have a purpose. Yeah. Your well-being is the purpose. That's what that creativity is about. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And the exploration, the whole process, it's not even about the end result. It's 
Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I can remember the first time that I ever got my hand on, you know, hands on some charcoal. Like that whole, it was just a whole mess. And, but for me, it was awesome because I'd learned how to use charcoal. I'd learned what it did on the paper. I'd learned how it felt. And, that, and it wasn't about that end result. It was rubbish. You know, it was really, it was incredibly messy and hard to control. And I didn't know what I was doing, but I experienced it. And it just mm-hmm. made me want to experience it more. Um, yeah, and I, I think every time I get a new art supply, that's how I feel. It's uh, so yeah, it's just never going to be enough time. <laughs> and I say that all the time about it's the process, not the finished product. Yeah. You know, if you're yeah. selling, great, the finished product, right? But um, but you have to learn before you can get to that point. And it doesn't have to be, even if you're amazing, you don't have to sell your work. Even if you're amazing, it is completely up to you what you do with your art. Yeah. And it's about the creation. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, and there are artists who create amazing work and just give it away yeah. because it, it's the sheer joy of, of being able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you say, it's not if, if you if you create purely for the purpose of selling it, then I think there's a danger of, of becoming stale and burning out and always creating things with the idea that if I do this, um, particularly in Cornwall, it's very coastal. I mean, if I see one more seascape, but there is a market for it, obviously, here. And, and some of them are beautiful. They're amazing. But it's not something that I really feel inspired to do because I feel like I'd be, only be doing it for a particular market. And it isn't really what I want to, to be doing. So, um, but I get it as well. You know, there, there is that need to put food on the table as well. So, you know, um, at least you're doing something that you love, even if you don't particularly want to paint another boat or whatever. <laughs> I, I kind of, I can see how that can happen. Um, yeah. But it can take over and then you lose the freshness. You lose the, um, you know, the, well, what if I tried this? Uh, or maybe I'm going to try painting a whole series of something else, something new, um, if yeah. you're constantly creating to sell. Yeah, it's true. The, the whole... I mean, you have to make that decision for your own self, right? Whether or not you're going to, but starting out, like just create, just create and then worry about what you're going to do with it later. Yeah. You can rip it up. You can give it away. You can use it in other pieces. I I use some for collage and things. I paint over some, like, don't worry about what you're going to do with it. Just create. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's sometimes it's really satisfying to paint over something that's just been around a while as well. Because that when you when you kind of when you refresh it or you paint over it completely, it has like a story in there. And it might only be you that that knows that story. But there's something really quite uplifting about it. You, you're letting a piece go, but you're not throwing it away. I, I find that something really quite satisfying when something's just been there too long. You know, there was a couple of pieces in the house here when I moved um, that had just been. They were okay, but I would never have, have perhaps put them on show anywhere. So they were just in the house, and but I didn't love them. So I was like, why are they here? Why am I not using those canvases mm-hmm. to make something that I love? And now, you know, they've been repainted and refreshed, and I, I've done them just for me. They still have been, you know, they're not leaving the house, but now I love them. Now I like having them on the wall. So it's, uh, it's all still a process, whether it's, you know, five hours or five years down the line that you you know, you'll carry on working on a piece. It's, it's part of the journey. Yeah, it absolutely is. So it, you're, you, you touched on this a little bit earlier, but the healing part of creativity, what yeah. is that for you? What does that mean to you? Um, 
I, for me, I think without even realizing it, and as I said, I was kind of just thinking about, um, you know, speaking with you today um, be before we uh, came on here. And um, I hadn't even articulated it really to myself quite how important it was, it is to me, and, and it has been throughout my life um, to be able to create and how much that has actually saved me. Mm -hmm. um, and I was reflecting back to, and I, so I wasn't at the time, I wasn't even conscious of it. Um, I, when I was uh, pregnant, I felt pregnant with my eldest daughter. Um, I'd been with, with my partner for two years. Um, I fell pregnant, it was unplanned, and he just disappeared like that, like he didn't take my calls. Nothing. It was a small town. I mean, everybody knew what he'd done, but he just did it anyway. And that was terrifying for me. Mm -hmm. um, but um, some I don't even know now how I got through it. I just got on with it. Um, and it was okay. I had very good friends around me. But one of the things I did during that time was I took a painting class, like a proper, I, I would always paint. I would always, I read every book I could get. I would be at the library every week, getting all the art books and getting all that. So I was constantly teaching myself um, because I felt like I'd been cheated out of being allowed to do it at school. I was, I know I was. Um, and that was, then I suddenly had this opportunity to do, it was just a, a couple of hours on, on a Friday morning, a proper art class I was painting in oils, which I've never really gone back to very much. Um, but it was just, um, it was just my time. And it was just a focus that I could put just on myself. And I kept going right up to, I can remember um, sitting in class and painting a still life and resting the drawing board on my belly and it moving because, you know, the baby was wriggling and that. And I've never been so happy. And I knew then that I just had to keep going with that and, and that. But I didn't, it's not till now when I look back on that and I realise actually that was, it, that was a really, really trying, terrifying, lonely time um, my heart was broken I didn't know where I was going to live none of those things and yet I was going to this class once a week and I was blissfully happy in that time so kind of I gravitated to that without thinking I should go make some art because I'll feel better I just did it mm -hmm. um, and thank goodness for that you know there was probably a huge amount going on in, in that time um, emotionally which I wasn't even aware of um, it was an escape mm -hmm. uh, and I was, I was feeding myself, um, you know, my inner self um, and healing without even realizing that was what I was doing for myself. I just went along because my friend said, oh, there's this art class, you know, do you fancy going? So I, I did. <laughs> so important, so important. It, it really is. And I think so many people don't recognize how important it is because they're critiqued or they're told it's not important or they know they feel better. But there's other things to do, other people to look after. And I, I'm talking about you, women. <laughs> I'm talking yeah. about women. And I'm yeah. talking to you, all women, um, because we often put other people first. And yeah. so, you know, if we're told that's a waste of time and all of those things that our, our society, our culture deems it, unless you're amazing at it, right? And amazing is subjective when it comes to art. Completely. You know, unless you've made it. You are, you know, hanging your art in a gallery or uh, after yeah. the movie or a musician on a stage. We don't deem it important, but how do you get there? 
How do you get there? And and who is to define that, you know, well, that's just a little hobby or whether it's actually a passion Mm-hmm. because and and I, like you know and there, I don't want to be negative there are loads of amazing men out there and I don't I'm not a bit, that whole kind of that that sort of patriarchal view and the way that things are structured when when a man for example and I am generalizing don't want to offend anybody but if a, if a man is passionate about going fishing or playing golf that's given priority it's like mm-hmm. no we can't go to dinner on Friday because I have a golf meeting we can't, you know, uh, oh, I won't be around on Sunday because, you know, I'm going fishing with so-and-so. And it's given a priority within lives, shared lives. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you said, oh, I don't want to go to dinner because I want to finish knitting this jumper, which is equally as important to you for your well-being and your creativity, somehow that's like, what? You know, you couldn't possibly ask for that time um to to dedicate it and it when you try in my experience you know when I try to sort of take that time um it can actually be actively sabotaged by the people around you the people who should be encouraging you to Mm -hmm. um to take that time and and to give yourself that that chance to express yourself and to create um it's not just dismissed it's actually sabotage to the point where they will take the opportunity to, to do that the freedom to do that away from you yeah. um and and that's it, it's very sad but it is um you know sort of touched on this a little bit we are that it is a very sort of patriarchal view on things that uh, you have to succeed and you have to be you have to have made it for it to be important and it's just not true yeah also the crafts that are considered women's crafts like the the sewing and the knitting and and the cooking and all of those without those things what would we have it's so so important um and and it it has huge value and yet somehow it's become undervalued yeah um and dismissed and um and derided as well you know what what do you mean you like knitting isn't that what grannies do and it's like, that's not how it works. You know, because all of these passions, if that's your passion, if that's your thing, if that's what you do to create and soothe yourself, that it, it's important. It shouldn't be derided. And it doesn't have limitations. It's not, um, it's not an, an ageist thing or, or a feminine or masculine thing. It's just creating. Yeah, which we all need. Well. We yeah. all need. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love what you said about, you know, because I... I been delving into the masculine and feminine energy and and the patriarchy lately with our new program awakening and and the energy around that and i'm not talking about men and women right we all we all need the balance i'm just talking we about have the energy. Both sides. yeah yeah but creativity is is that feminine energy and we all need that we yeah. all need that for the balance and and we do, we put uh, our society, our culture will put down men who knit or sew things like that. Um, you know, I mean, women get put down enough because it's a waste of time. But then if a man does it, that's even worse. Right. But yet you're right. Fishing and going golfing. And that's know, not derided or considered a waste of time, even though, you know, I mean, a man can spend I remember my own dad would go fishing and you know we wouldn't see him for the whole weekend and he'd come and did you catch anything no 
but it was never considered a waste of time. It was completely valid for him to do that and just leave the rest of us to get off with it. (laughs) Very double standards there, very double standards. (laughs) It is. Oh, we could do a whole thing on that, but... (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think we've uh, we've definitely given people some food for thought. Uh, is there anything you'd like to add that you maybe haven't had a chance to talk about today? Um, um, I just just to to create that would be like you know if I was going to say anything to listeners today, so don't be afraid of it. Um, don't feel like you have to be good. Don't show anybody if you don't feel like you've got people around you who are going to support and encourage you. You don't have to share it. Art is that you do your art for you. Or your creativity for you. It doesn't have to be art. Maybe it's writing. Maybe you just need to sit down and write every day. But give that to yourself. You can't possibly harm yourself by doing that. It can only do you good. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the results or um, what other people think about it. It can only ever be good for you. So just do it. Jump in. Just do it. I love that. I love that. And you've got a gift for our listeners. Is that right? A free uh, a class? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to tell us yeah. about that? Um, yeah, I just I try to kind of put up like a, a little free class for people who've never perhaps tried online classes or a little bit wary of mixed media. Um, so I try to do something each year. And this was my latest offering was Moonlight Whimsy. Um, it's, it's really accessible to anyone, whether you've an experience or not completely free just jump on enroll you can do it in your own time you've got lifetime access it no different to any of the other the paid classes it's just this is just a gift out there for, for, for you to try and get creative <laughs> try it and get creative I love yeah. that I love that well I want to thank you so much Sue oh absolute pleasure always love to speak to you to our listeners we will see you again next time and in the meantime I wish for you amazingly creative days Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.